Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to Believe in the Ivy League, a look inside the ancient eight teams in the Ivy League and their upcoming games with all of the stats, trends, and analysis that you want to hear. And now, here's your host, Tom Barton. All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of Believe in the Ivy League. And it has been a long summer, right? A long summer with no football, a long summer with no basketball, not even any baseball, which we get into on this channel. And, and I have uh, really sort of not enjoyed the time off. I have to be honest, listen, I have gone fun places. I have enjoyed uh, the vacations that I have had. Uh, but you, you still, you're just dying for football season to come up. And that's what we're going to talk about today. The preseason rankings for the Ivy League are out. And we're going to dive into that. Guys, go check me out at TomBartonSports.com. TomBartonSports.com. I don't take a day off there. That, that's going all the time. Tom Barton Sports over on YouTube. Tom Barton Sports over on Twitter. And if you want to get in touch with me, it's TomBartonSports at gmail.com. I know it took some time off here, guys. Um, during the summer, it's very hard to, to kind of come up with real good content, and I don't want to put out something that's just sort of fluff pieces. I don't want to put out something where we're just kind of going to rehash it in a couple of weeks anyway. As anybody that has listened to this knows, most of these are relatively quick segments as well. So when I do this, I want to come in with some content and some pretty good content. Now, last year on my flights, uh, whenever I take flights over the course of the summer to go wherever I do go, uh, this year I went to Hawaii, which was uh, a first for me. And uh, I came home two weeks later. The place that I was staying at, like like 15 minutes from the place uh, I was staying at, uh, Kanaal Pali, uh, everything was burning down. So uh, prayers to everybody in Hawaii. That That's a rough, rough scene there in Lahaya. I, I mean, it was really right next door. So a very, very weird, rough scene um, uh, there. So, so I, I did that. Look, when I go on these trips, I went to Seattle. I went to the All-Star Game. I usually grab the, the magazines, and I grab the magazines to see, listen, where is everybody predicting the Ivy Leagues? I love to see it. I love to see it from the outside looking in because they're not experts, and generally speaking, they get it wrong, and the publications go with the easiest, easy way out. That's even if they're in them. I mean, some of these publications with college football, they barely even mention the Ivy Leagues. But look, with the nil deals now and the mega conferences, it's refreshing to have the Ivy League football concept and what they do and how it's just, I mean, doesn't it feel just better? Doesn't the Ivy League setup just feel like a better football product than what we are getting into? So to go through this, I'm going to basically tell you that some of the magazines I couldn't get, I had to go look online. The general consensus out there is sort of what the preseason rankings had put out. So, Let's let's talk about the preseason rankings, right? Um, the Yale Bulldogs are by far and away the favorite to win it all here. Okay, the league has officially announced the preseason poll. Yale were picked to finish first. They had 13 first place votes, 122 overall votes. So there's 16 voters, two media represent uh, representatives that cover each team. Okay, so the 16 total, they got 13 first place votes, 122 points overall. That is an overwhelming number. Okay, people are absolutely all over Yale this year. 
Princeton got one first place vote. They had 103 uh, total votes overall. They are projected to finish second. Penn got 90, but they didn't get a first place vote. Harvard got one first place vote, had an 84 overall. Columbia had one first place vote, had a 62 overall, uh, followed by Dartmouth, Cornell, and Brown with only 24 pulling up the rear. Now, look, Yale is the defending Ivy League champion. We understand that, okay? They have a lot of returning starters this year. They have a lot of guys coming back. They were 8-2 and two last year, 6-1 and one in the Ivies. Uh, 16 Yale Bulldogs earned preseason all-conference honors uh, from Phil Steele, who, who does this pretty well. You have preseason offensive player of the year on this team, okay? You have preseason All-American recognition on this team. Nolan Grooms was named preseason Walter Payton Award watch list. And the Bulldogs are stacked. Absolutely stacked. They also play seven games at the Yale Bowl, which is is just immense. You you look at Yale, and it's hard. Look, it is hard to argue that Yale should be number one. Nolan Grooms is a senior. Uh, you you know what he's going to do. Offensive lineman that might uh, the offensive line is just absolutely fantastic. But there were some publications that argued it. I I've seen a couple of publications with Princeton on top. I've seen a couple of publications um, that had you know, Yale won, but a very close Dartmouth too. I have not seen a lot give the love to Harvard, and I really did believe that Harvard should get, get that. What I did find interesting, though, is that the team that uh, preseason ranked finished second overall didn't get one first-place vote. And the idea that there are 13 votes going to, print, uh, going to Yale, sure, that is an overwhelming number. I can't argue that. It is an overwhelming number that 13 of the votes. But that means three other teams, guys. Three other teams got a vote to win this thing. And one other team finished in second without a first place vote. So this isn't as cut and dry as it looks on the surface, right? On the surface, it looks like Yale dominating, uh, very potentially the best quarterback in the league, absolutely on fire. Yells uh, got seven home games. I mean, they, they look tremendous. You go 13 first-place votes, but three other teams got first-place votes. One other team is in, in look, was voted number two overall, didn't even get a first-place vote. I think it's very fair to say it's a four-team conference. I, I think it's very fair to say, and this is not a slight, you know, to Brown and Columbia and Cornell. This isn't a slight to them, but I think it's very fair to say that any of these four teams can win. Look, even last year, when Yale was as good and as dominant as they were, they still lost an Ivy League game. They still were 8-2 and two on the year. So let's take a quick peek at the Yale Bulldogs' schedule here, right? Open up against Holy Cross, then you have Cornell, then you have Morgan State. you got to think they're going 3-0. A road trip to Dartmouth, though, all of a sudden you go, wait a minute, that could be a stumbling block. Sacred Heart. That's a win. Penn at home is a win. Columbia is a win. At Brown, that's a win. And then you got Princeton on the road and Harvard at home back-to-back weeks. You know, I think the Dartmouth game can be a slip-up moment, but I do think at the end of the year, it's going to be very difficult to get through Princeton and Harvard back-to-back weeks. I don't think that that's a cakewalk. You go to Harvard's schedule, and I bring up Harvard because... Not one person that I could find, not one single person that I could find, um, 
has them winning this, right? And uh, no, nobody. But you see them very close. You see them in this thing. And I'm talking about publications, not, not the fact that they got a first-place vote. St. Thomas, that's a win. Brown, it's a win. Oh, by the way, their first five games of the year are all at home. Home, home, home St. Thomas, home Brown, home Holy Cross, home Cornell, home Howard. Then you get Princeton on the road, and that's a tough one. Dartmouth back at home, at Columbia, and and then at Yale. Look, I know Dartmouth uh, right after Princeton could be a, a tough situation there, certainly. But to me, Harvard has two losses, potential losses. I don't think they're losing a home game this year. And they only travel on the road three times. At Princeton, at Columbia, which should be a win, and then at Yale. It's very possible that Harvard-Yale, uh, the game, could be the decider who, who wins this conference. I mean, that really, they could both come in undefeated. That wouldn't shock me. It would not shock me to watch Harvard and Yale come into that game undefeated. Now, again, it's at the Yale Bowl. Everyone will be all over them. Uh, but it's something to think about. What about Princeton? Let's look at the Princeton schedule, okay? At San Diego is no cakewalk to open up this, this season. Bryant, Columbia, Lafayette. Yeah, you're going to win those. But again, there's slip-up moments at Brown, Harvard at home, at Cornell, at Dartmouth, Yale, at Penn. Princeton's schedule is also a little favorable. So you start to look at the picture here of, of what are we looking at? You're going, yeah, these big four will all compete. And then the, let's go to Dartmouth, the last team. I have seen quite a few publications loving this Dartmouth team, loving the defense that Dartmouth can put together. At New Hampshire, Lehigh at home, at Penn, Yale at Colgate, it's no layup, Columbia at Harvard, Princeton, Cornell Brown. Here's the thing. One, two, three, four, five road games. Five road games, you got to go on the road against Penn. Five road games, you got to go on the road against Harvard. Five road games, you got to go on the road against Eden Colgate, which is not a, a, a complete pushover. You have Harvard and Princeton back-to-back. You have at Penn and Yale back-to-back, and then at Colgate. I just don't think that Dartmouth has the schedule. So for me, and I open this up saying it's a four-team league. I don't, I don't believe in Brown. I don't believe in Columbia. I don't believe in Cornell. I don't believe in Penn. I don't believe in Dartmouth. To me, this is Princeton, Yale, and yes, Harvard. I, I know that I'm in the minority with Harvard here, but when you look at that schedule and you go, this team could gain all that momentum. They could start the year 5-0, and five games at home, and start to have the conversation. We could start to have the momentum. I, I will not write off Harvard. The way that I think people have easily written off Harvard. Should Yale be the favorite in this conference? Yes, they should. And they are deservedly the favorite to win this in the preseason ranking. Should Princeton be too? Sure. Do not count out the Harvard Crimson this year. I think this is going to be a good battle. We will get more into it. Uh, we're going to do this in two weeks. In two weeks, we're going to come back. We're going to really break down the schedules. I'm going to really break down the teams and who's returning. But do not discount Harvard. I think this is a three-team race. That might come down to the game at the end of the year, which would be really awesome. All right, guys, that's going to do it for me. Make sure you guys uh, listen back. Uh, in two weeks, I'll be back to break it down even more. Football is coming. It's coming really fast. We're in the middle of August already. Make sure that you start getting yourself mentally prepared for a little football season on the horizon. I'm Tom Barton. Go check me out. We'll be back, and you can bet on that.
Before Shopify, were you wondering, where my sales at? Now you're selling with Shopify, the global commerce platform supercharging your selling. You have no problem selling online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Gary, easy on the cha-ching. <clears throat> oh, sorry, but my Shopify sales are through the roof. Start selling with Shopify today and discover how millions of businesses around the world use Shopify to ignite their selling. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Shopify.com slash listen.